It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda. A double shot of Catholicism and conversation to start your day off right. On the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very happy Friday morning to you. It's May 12, 7 a.m. David and Brenda with you on The Morning Blend. I thought you were going to sing Hot, Hot, Hot. Everything is hot, hot, hot. I was supposed to put that in there, wasn't I? I? You were. Oh. So now we got to back up. Okay. we got to restart the show. <laughs> <laughs> now we can move forward. It is going to be hot, though, but maybe not quite as hot. Oh, hot, thank hot, you. Hot. There you go. You feel better. Yeah, I feel much better now. <laughs> I. You know what? Look at I. I even wore my uh, summertime shirt today. I did notice that? that this morning. How about that? That nice, light, cotton, yes. white shirt. This is a, uh, let me correct you here. This is a cotton hemp blend. Cotton hemp. hemp. It's almost, it almost has the feel of like um, a linen. Remember the, the linen okay. shirts? Sure. Yeah, kind of has, has that, but it's very comfortable. Oh, well, very nice. <laughs> you know, your comfort is number one priority around if here. If I'm not comfortable, it's just not <laughs> going to be a good show. But it, I am comfortable, and I am ready for the weekend. I hope everyone else is, because it's going to be beautiful. Oh, I'm excited for this. Now, fortunately, you know, we always watch the weather because we see these temperatures, and as we move through the, the day, it's like snow would show up, right. and then as it got closer, it disappeared. Well, fortunately for us... I mean, it's still going to be hot, but the temperatures are not going to be quite what they it, it thought it yeah, was going to be. Yeah. We're going to hit right around 90 degrees over the weekend. According to the forecast, which we'll get to in its full entirety coming up here, uh, f- tomorrow looks to be the warmest of the days now. Sunday at one point did 92 for tomorrow okay. and 90 for Sunday, which they were at one point, it looked like maybe 95. So, eh, you know, kind of this, splitting uh, hairs here. Yeah. And it could still pop up there. The point being, there is a heat advisory. Oh, okay. Either way. All right. So there you go. I'll be ready for yeah. it. So you ready? You're out in the yard yesterday. You, I was you out in the that. yard yesterday. There's, it, there's still a, just a lot to be done. Yeah. <laughs> just, there's a lot to be done. It's daunting. And, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so, but we had some family stuff going on, some meetings, and uh, uh, Christian, our son, is exploring all of his options. He's ending his junior year, moving into his senior high school year. Oh, yeah, big year. And just kind of exploring what his options are, which, and we're very proud to say that he actually is considering time in the in the military service. So he's spending time talking to the different branches to see what if... And if one of them might be a fit for him, he still, it could go either way, which is good. Sure. You know, you're 17 years old. You got a lot of life to live. And uh, you know which uh, <clears throat> force I would go with? I would go with the new Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. That's to me is the way to go. That's the way to go. Yes, now, yeah. I believe, isn't Space Force part of the Air Force? Is it part of the Air I Force? I think you're Air Force. Right. And then they pull the best and the brightest, David, to join Space Force. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that rules me out. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So anyway, so so life did kind of get a little bit busy. But no, this is it. We're ready. Yeah. We're, we're going to do the outdoor weekend. Oh, we're excited. You know, should I should I roll the grill out of the garage? It's been sitting stored away uh, since the uh, winter months. I would say you could probably 
uh, roll it out, but make sure to bring the cover with it because I'm pretty sure we <laughs> yeah. are not done with the rain yet. Uh, probably It not. is not dried out yeah. yet. That faucet is just kind of on pause. By the way, Sunday's Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day, yeah. so don't forget your mom this weekend. Yeah, that's so you got big, big Mother's Day plans? Well, I believe there's some things in the works, yes, yeah. and there might be a pedicure in my future this Ooh, weekend. We shall see. I'd like to join you for that. Do you like to get a pedicure? I like, there's nothing, yeah, good pedicure. Yeah. I love it. They t- you got to take care of your feet. You do, you, you know, if your uh, feet and, and aren't happy. And that's not even funny. That's no, absolutely that's, true. It's very true. Absolutely. It's if your feet aren't happy, it's it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, uh, good. Yeah, I, I hope of, you enjoy that. I so well. Hopefully so too. <laughs> yes. Nice pedicure. What color are you going with this time? Oh, whatever is it's it, you know it's we're coming into sandal season, yeah, so I, I, I typically go with the brighter colors just nice. so that way they can be seen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you have coming up today? Well, David, here's an interesting story. They were martyrs for their faith, but they were not Catholic. So Pope Francis, though, announces these new saints to be recognized by the Catholic Church. All right. Well, it's been a tough ride for Peloton of late. No what? no pun intended there. So uh, we'll have a recall for you coming up in the news. All right. We got a great show ahead for you on this Friday morning. We'll start now with Jordan St. Cyr and Weary Traveler. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Weary traveler Beat down from the storms that you have weathered Feels like this road just might go on forever Carry on You keep on giving But every day this world just keeps on taking Tired heart is on the edge of breaking Carry on Someday soon we're gonna make it home Someday soon 
That is Jordan St. Cyr and Weary Traveler. It is 709 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's David and Brenda with you on this beautiful, let me put that again, beautiful mm-hmm. Friday morning. Going to be a wonderful weekend. Michael Davis, Common Sense for Social Justice. He joins us after the forecast. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Monsignor John Syak with a morning blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we beg you for your blessing this day, knowing how good you are, and how you treat us not according to our sinfulness, but according to your mercy. We ask you to bless all the people listening, wherever they are, in their homes, in their cars, at work, and that you would give them the grace that they need to be holy this day. You would send the Holy Spirit to them. Send our Blessed Mother Mary to intercede for us. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MaturDayRadio.com. The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. Spring is in bloom at Mater Dei Radio, and with the warming weather comes a wide variety of exciting Catholic events. Plug into all this family fun through the Hail Mary Media app. From parish festivals to spiritual retreats, you'll find it all on a community calendar that integrates directly into your car's mapping program. Mater Dei Radio's Hail Mary Media app also brings you powerful spiritual resources, including Liturgy of the Hours with the monks at Mount Angel Abbey, a customized schedule of all your prayer reminders, a stream of Mater Dei Radio's live broadcasts, podcast of all our original programming, including shows only available on the app, videos, Catholic news, and more. Download it all today. Search Hail Mary Media in the App Store, Google Play, or go to materdayradio.com for more details. Spring into holiness and get the Hail Mary Media app now from Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And it is 713 at Mater Dei Radio. Well, a heat advisory going to kick into effect come Saturday afternoon and then be in effect until Monday evening. Now, today, sunny skies, kind of one of the warmer days today mm-hmm. now, 87 degrees, your projected high, then clear overnight tonight, low of 56. And then for Saturday, sunny, at least breezy in the greater Portland, Vancouver area, 92 degrees, your high Sunday, 90 degrees, and then Monday, 89.
So okay. again, right there, riding around that 90 degree mark. I, I feel like the difference that we're actually going to be able to tell between today and Monday, I think it, for the most part, is all going to feel about the same yeah. temperature. Good, very well. Yeah, very well. Well, it's already beginning to warm up. 56 degrees at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 52 degrees at Our Lady of Levang in Happy Valley. It's time once again to have a common sense discussion on social justice. Host Michael Davis joining me today well, to bring us again a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. His podcast can be found on materdayradio.com under our digital media pull down menu. Oh, Michael's joining us today to tell us what's coming up in his new episode. Good morning, Michael. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning, Brenda. So you, in your work, and also in what you bring forward on your podcast, you have an opportunity to meet and work with immigrants, people coming from other countries, looking to find a new life, a better life, or just really a a, a new perspective on what's happening. Tell a little, our listeners, a little bit about, through your work, some of the ways you've been able to help our immigrant brothers and sisters. Yeah, so uh, I work for a major immigration uh, organization, and through that work, helping immigrants and refugees who land in the Portland metro area, just helping them find housing and figure out how to to navigate jobs and things of that here. And then on the individual level through the years, just, you know, people who are trying to get here, maybe there's a small fee that needs to get paid and it's too complicated to change the currency. I just pay it with American currency from here and call it good and then guide them through the process of how to prepare to live here. Michael, is there a particular situation for immigrants coming to specifically Portland that really you you need to make special attention to uh, when it comes to maybe connecting them with community or faith community? Or is it really the basics, finding home, finding job and and, and getting children into school? I mean, is there a particular area that stands out? Yeah, I think getting them into housing first, just so they can. um, And there are programs out there to help do that so they can just uh, have a place to rest and think straight so they're getting the proper rest and getting food but even before they get here if you're able to communicate with them before they get here is helping them understand how american society works on a few things and you can do some of that after but the one thing i do is try to break their illusion that american culture is like hollywood because that's okay. what they know well, sure. Any of us that you know, born and raised here, we understand, boy, the image of the U.S. Uh, is not at all like what you see on the movies. Joining me this morning again, I am speaking with Michael Davis, host of Common Sense on Social Justice. Well, something that's wonderful too, Michael, in your work and also on your podcast is you bring forward important issues that we need to be aware of and some of the the struggles that, you know, people deal with here in the United States and especially in this particular case, immigrants, you have an opportunity to bring on some great guests. And that is the case in your upcoming episodes. Please introduce us to your guests so that way we can have some more of a discussion. Yeah, so today we have Pasian Sichaku joining us for the next two weeks on the podcast, talking about her experience as an immigrant from Africa 
and all she went through and how she settled long-term into American society. And also, uh, we've got a very important podcast that shows how she's taking a business that she runs and using it to help immigrants get employed, trained, and be, thrive in their own lives. So she's using her business within her neighborhood to create a just situation. Uh, for people. So uh, looking forward to these next two weeks with Passions. Passions, thank you so much for joining us today on The Morning Blend. Let our listeners know a little bit about you. What country did you immigrate from here to the Pacific Northwest? Uh, thank you for having me here. I came here from the Congo, formerly known as Zaire, um, back in 1996. However, I left Congo in 1995 um, sometime around September of 95. So I joined my mother in Rwanda, in Kigali, in capital city. That's where my father, my stepfather, was working with uh, an agency that gave him a contract to work there. Uh, previous to that, they had also lived in uh, Rwanda when the genocide broke. Okay. So I wasn't with them, but my sister was with them. So as they fled, they fled, they came back over here. So then I had to join them in Kigali, but unfortunately, the Rwandese um, people did not really allow us to stay there. The government did not want my father to be there because he had been there before the war, so they thought he was a spy, so we had to evacuate. Wow. So then we left. My dad uh, fled to Kenya with my two younger brother. My mom and I had to go back to Congo because at that time, I didn't have my legal paper to uh, go to Kenya or travel too far. Because Rwanda, you could just cross the border by just walking. So that's how it was easy for me to just go there. And so I would wait a little bit longer than I wanted. So two weeks in that little town in Goma with my mom. We were staying with a friend. So uh, after two weeks, I was able to get um, what they call here travel document to be able to travel to uh, Kenya to meet with my father and my little brothers. So then I had to wait there three more months to get my passport to be able to come here to the United States to uh, stay with my family. Passions, tell our listeners, Michael and I were talking about how there is an idea that mm -hmm. oftentimes immigrants have about the United States, you know, almost like everywhere you go, it's this city on a shining hill ready to welcome people. There's plenty for everyone. Is that an idea that you grew up with thinking about the United States? Yes. Um, uh, unfortunately for me, I never really thought too much of it coming from a very tiny village. I never really thought about America. So I didn't really think too much until I left and got to Kigali. And then I was like, I found out I was coming back here with my parents. I was like, oh, America. So I started watching movies and stuff. I really did think that it was Hollywood. Like everything was just glitz. Everything was just shiny. I was highly disappointed when I got here. The next day I woke up, I was like, what? This is a true story. Yeah. I told my mother, I said, I want to go back home. I don't like this place. So, yeah, people, we have that image, that thinking that America is just like all glitz and everything is just shiny and it's not. I am having a common sense discussion and learning a little bit about the life of immigrants coming to the United States. Michael Davis is the host of Common Sense on Social Justice. He has a special guest joining him for his next two episodes. Passions is an immigrant coming from the Congo. Passions, I think people have an image or idea that when immigrants come to the United States, they're fleeing something very terrible. But, you know, growing up, life is actually very beautiful for families coming here. Was that the case for you? 
In fact, it was the case for me. Uh, I still miss home until this day. Uh, my grandfather was a farmer, so he had animals, he had plantation of rice and corn and all this great stuff. So every time we would go on vacation, so I didn't want to go back because we had fun with the animal. We had gold, cow, pigs, pigeon, everything, you name it. So we bought things like salt and soap and little things. Everything was just there. It was just heaven. It felt like we were in a garden, like, of you know, the Garden of Eden. So I didn't want to, I never thought about coming to the United States. I never dreamed of it. Mm. So coming here, I wouldn't say that I'm not happy, too happy being here. There are so much opportunities here. However, home is home. So I was not fleeing from anything at all. Oh, I love that idea. Home is home. And uh, boy, that's uh, just really beautiful. But you have come to the Pacific Northwest. You are creating a life for yourself and mm-hmm. also creating opportunities for others who are also coming to the Portland area. I want to know a whole lot more about this, but I am coming up against my break. Michael Paciente, can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in the next half hour? Sure. Yes. And it is 722 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend this Friday morning. Going to do a little garage cleaning this weekend. Maybe you have an old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, RV you'd like to donate to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Just go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu, Vehicle Donation. It'll take you to the main page there. Really a quick and easy process, just a couple of forms to fill out, and you are good to go, and a likely tax deduction for you as well. It's Day Radio's vehicle donation program. It's on our website at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. When Jesus delivered his great sermon, it was no surprise it was on a mount for his message was all about a mountaintop experience of the blessings of God. The Sermon on the Mount beautifully expresses God's hope that we elevate our lives to that of love. For God blesses us when we rise up with the spirit of detachment from the earthly possessions that can blind us to life around us. Our Father embraces, blesses, and lifts us up when we show compassion and mercy towards one another, especially in times of suffering. As we seek justice and peace among those around us, we will be raised up as true children of God. And when we are persecuted and rejected for God's laws, we should show great joy, for we will be lifted up into the kingdom of heaven. This has been Michael Gisandi with a bit of Catholic encouragement. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Jeff Kane at North Point Bank in Vancouver. North Point Bank brings value to customers through client-focused home loan programs, including new construction, renovation options, financing for rental properties, and more. Learn more at northpoint.com. That's northpoint, P-O-I-N-T-E, dot com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. There's power in hope, 
and Jesus is love's answer to our hope. I'm Alex Nelson, Stewardship and Development Officer for the Archdiocese of Portland, inviting you to join us in bringing the good news of the hope and love of Jesus to the world through the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal. There are nearly 400,000 Catholics in the Archdiocese, and the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal is critical to supporting those who need us, those who depend on us. For this generation and those to come, you have the power to help transform lives. One single generous moment can make all the difference. Please prayerfully support the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal this year. Learn more about how your gift will help bring the love and hope of Jesus Christ to Western Oregon. Visit JesusChangesEverything.Church to discover more about the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal. That's JesusChangesEverything.Church. Hi everyone, this is David from Mater Dei Radio's Morning Blend. I would like to invite you to check out my new podcast, On The Go, where I have a chance to visit with coaches, musicians, artists, and more. We go a little bit more in-depth with the podcast, which hopefully gives you a little more insight into the good folks we talk to. It's On The Go, available on your favorite podcast platform or Mater Dei Radio's free Hail Mary media app. I'll talk to you soon. The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 726 at Mater Day Radio and a pause in the legislature. We'll have the details in the news. And how do saints of another Orthodox church become saints in the Catholic church? I'll tell you how and how it's recently just happened. That plus more coming up in news in three minutes. Here is Sarah Hart and Way to Me. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
to Sarah Hart and Way to Me, 7.30 at Mantra Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, Pope Francis said Thursday that the Coptic Orthodox martyrs killed by ISIS in 2015 will be added to the Catholic Church's official list of saints. He also received a relic of the martyrs' blood as a gift. Now, the Roman Martyrology is an official list of the saints and blesseds, including martyrs recognized in the liturgy of the Catholic Church. Now, the list is ordered according to the church's calendar of feast days. Now, the Pope met with Tawaldros II and other Coptic Orthodox representatives at the Vatican on May 11th. And in his speech, Pope Francis said he had no words to express his gratitude for the Orthodox leader's gift of relics of the Coptic martyrs who were killed by ISIS on a beach in Libya on February 15, 2015. Now, Thursday's meeting between Pope Francis and Tawaldros, which also include private conversation, concluded with prayer in the Redemptorist Mater Chapel of the Apostolic Palace. The encounter was one of several events this week, marking the 50th anniversary of the historic meeting between St. Paul VI and Pope Shinoda of Alexandria, which was a turning point in relations between the Catholic and Coptic Orthodox churches. Well, the question is, when will they get back to work? Democratic leaders in the Oregon Senate have agreed to suspend floor sessions through the weekend while they continue negotiations to end Republicans' nine-day boycott. Senate President Rob Wagner of Lake Oswego ended Thursday's brief floor session after Republican absences again denied Democrats the necessary 20-member quorum to conduct business. Wagner said the Senate won't reconvene until Monday. Republican Senate Minority Leader Tim Knopp of Bend said in a statement that Wagner agreed to give the GOP members time to work out a legitimate agreement to end the impasse. Now, the sustained walkout has put some senators close to clocking 10 unexcused absences on the floor, which would disqualify them from re-election under a measure passed by voters last November. Well, as this weather heats up and Oregon expects to see record-breaking temperatures, first responders and fire crews have tips for keeping your loved ones safe. Rob McDonald with American Medical Response says they expect to see more calls over the weekend. He said to remember to check on people who are most vulnerable during severe heat, especially older adults and folks who do live alone who aren't necessarily able to do the things they need to do to get cool. Now, David, yesterday we talked about getting out into the rivers. Mm-hmm. Well, they were out looking for hazards. Uh, the Clackamas Ka- County Fire Department, they said the temperature of the water yesterday just a hair above 40 degrees. Oh, that's cold. It's cold water, yeah. so that extreme difference can be very hazardous to you. Yeah. And according to McDonald, one of the most important things to remember is to drink a lot of water. Stay away from booze. They say alcohol is dehydrating, so mm-hmm. remember that too. It's also wise to plan your day around expected temperatures. Staying inside during the hottest part of the day and not working outside during that time will keep you safe from direct sun. Multnomah County Cooling 
centers will not be open this weekend. If you do have air conditioning, try to get to a cool spot indoors like a mall or public library. Cold shower or cooler shower can also help cool your internal temperature. And remember, if you are on the water, life jackets. Wear those life jackets. I like there at, uh, we saw this a a couple summers ago because we were camping right there on the Sandy River in Troutdale. Lots of people like to head out there. And they actually have free life jackets. Oh, yeah, I remember that. If you're that. just playing yeah. on the on the sandbar there, uh, lots for kids. They can, a, a little bit of, of a r- water can just, you know, yeah. right, sw- just swoop now, yeah. them right up. Currents can be running pretty swiftly this time of year. Mm-hmm. Well, Peloton is recalling 2 million bikes what? because of a safety hazard caused by the adjustable seat that could break during use and injure the rider. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission issued the recall yesterday telling owners of Peloton bikes with model number PL-01 to stop using the bike immediately. In a press release, Peloton said that the $1,400 bikes were sold from January 2018 to May 2023 in the U.S. only. It has identified 35 reports of seat post breaking out of an over 2 million bikes sold as of April 30th. The Safety Commission added 13 people said they were injured, including a fractured wrist, laceration, and bruises due to falling from the bike. So affected customers should contact the company for a free repair kit that they can install themselves. Well, that's good. That 2 million, that's That's a a lot of bikes. bikes. Wow. No doubt. Well, it may not rise to crisis level like it does here in Portland, but there are people living on the streets in Washington County. Now, the federally mandated point-in-time count conducted in late January found approximately 770 people living on the streets in Washington County. That's a 4% drop compared to last year. Vahid Brown, Deputy Director of Housing and Community Development in Clackamas County, said their count showed approximately 400 people living on the streets. It's a 31 percent drop compared to 2022. Now, according to Brown, the supportive housing services measure passed a few years ago has helped a great deal. Now, meanwhile, here in Multnomah County, there are more than 6,200 people experiencing homelessness. And that is more than a year prior, but officials did say that is because of improved data collection. Officials do say, though, there is much more to be done. All right. Well, going to be a beautiful weekend for this. College baseball, University of Portland opens an important three-game home series with Santa Clara Tonight, Joe Etzel Field on the bluff. Pilots and the Broncos are tied for third place in the West Coast Conference with records of 13-8 and eight, and really just a couple games out of first place. That's being uh, held down right now by Loyola Marymount. They have a record of 15-6. and six. Portland has one more three-game conference series remaining before the start of the WCC tournament that begins on May 25th. First pitch tonight, 6 o'clock. It's going to be a nice evening on the bluff. Pac-12 play down in Eugene. Oregon hosts Washington in a three-game series. That begins tonight, PK Park. And then Oregon State, they're on the road for three games at UCLA. Tonight's contest between the Bruins and the Beavers, 7 as well. Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show, David, on Sunday... 
It's Mother's Day. It is indeed. It is a time to remember your mother. Pray for her if she is uh, not with us. And, uh, well, give her a call if she doesn't live near you. But if your mom is here with you and, well, kids... You know, there are gifts that you can get your moms that not expensive at all. In fact, doesn't cost anything, can be thoughtful and meaningful. And if you're not sure what to do for a mom in your life this year, well, here's a few ideas that you can do that will not cost you a thing. All right. First of all, handwritten letter. Yeah. Thanking her for all that she's done. Just think about some of the things that you love about your mom. Write them down. Mm -hmm. There is something about your uh, a handwriting. That is, seems very personal to me right. when you see somebody's handwritten uh, letters. You can tackle a project for her. I might have a few of those. Has she been saying forever she needs to get around to cleaning out the garage or organizing photo albums? Well, dedicate some time to getting her big project done. Just spend some time cleaning the house up a little bit for her. As a mother of uh, many kids in the household... Yeah, that would be something deeply appreciated. In our household, we used to, uh, everybody take a room. That mm -hmm. was a Saturday morning. And so kids would go, you know, family room, living room, kitchen, you right. know, dining area. And that was their job and they would clean it all up. It's amazing how much can get done. My other thing was set a timer. We got 30 minutes. Oh. I put 30 minutes timer on the oven. Let's do as much as we can in 30 minutes. And when the timer goes off, All right. we're done. Okay. And and when they knew that there was a time limit and then they wouldn't have to do any more, again, a whole lot more that uh, got done. And then lastly, maybe a nice little massage. Oh, yeah. You know, just sit together and uh, just rub mom's uh, shoulders a little bit. Talk with her. Tell mm -hmm. her about, you know, things you've been thinking about or ideas or questions. Makes for a nice time. Okay, there okay. you go. Got a few more ideas for you in our next hour. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, on Saturday at 6.30 p.m. is an evening reflection on Fatima happening at the Madonna Center at St. Henry's Parish in Gresham to honor the 106th anniversary of the May 13th apparition of our Blessed Mother at Fatima. The Fatima Prayer Cell of St. Henry's Parish is hosting an evening of prayer and reflection following the 5 o'clock Mass. All are invited to honor our Blessed Mother and pray for the conversion of hearts back to God. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Go to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And more on common sense for social justice right after the forecast. Healthcare sharing has been around for decades and began out of the Christian tradition of neighbor helping neighbor. That's the premise Solidarity HealthShare was built on, where a nonprofit medical cost sharing ministry in which our family of members share in each other's eligible medical expenses. Solidarity HealthShare is not insurance, but an alternative way to pay for medical costs that adheres to Catholic Church teachings. We never share into medical care that goes against our morals. More information at SolidarityHealthShare.org. Join Mater Dei Radio and Archbishop Alexander Sample as he prays the Hail Holy Queen. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon all of you, your families, your loved ones, and be with you this day and forever. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Hello, I'm Kevin Doran. And I'm Carla Wehrman, co-host of Sunday Commentary. Join us every weekend on Mantra Day Radio, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8, as we break down the scripture readings so you can better prepare to enter into the beauty and mystery of the Holy Mass. It's fun, fast, and faith-filled. Let us share our love of the good news with you, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8 on Mantra Day Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 7.43 at Mater Day Radio. Heat advisory goes into effect tomorrow afternoon, runs through Monday. Sunny today, high of 87 degrees. Clear overnight tonight, low of 58. And then sunny breezy for Saturday, 92 degrees, hmm. Sunday 90. It looks like those 80-degree temperatures are going to be sticking around through most of next week, too. It really does, yeah. Yeah. Well, currently it is 57 degrees at St. Mary's Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception here in Portland. And 54 degrees at St. Mary's Church in Eugene. I am back now with Michael Davis. We're having a common sense discussion on social justice. We are continuing our discussion with Ponteyance, an immigrant from the Congo who is now in the Pacific Northwest in the Portland area. Not only creating a life for herself, but creating wonderful opportunities for other immigrants coming here. Michael Ponciance, thank you so much for staying with us today. Thank you. Yes, it's a pleasure. So, Michael, you work with immigrants that are coming into the country, trying to help them create a, a life and, and opportunities for themselves. How difficult is it for immigrants who have an idea for a job, a very specific type of business that they want to start? What's the process that you help them through in order to get a dream into reality? Uh, it can be a very long and difficult process. Uh, one uh, man, him and his family are refugees from Iran and they had to come here uh, to escape war. He was a movie producer there and um, couldn't, you know, he's having a hard time transitioning into Hollywood because he'd rather do it that way. But he's not able to because of all of the cultural differences and all of those things he's got to learn. So he's trying to figure out how do I even pay the bills? Of course, you got to wait for your work permit mm. and that can take a while. And then you've got a. uh you know, just those very basics, if you think about feeding the family, just those things without a work permit for a while, and how do you pay rent? And then a lot of these rental assistance for immigrants is on such a short-term basis that most people aren't able to get on their feet by the time the assistance ends. So it's actually a very long and difficult process. And uh, 
just to put this pitch in, it would be good if the churches stepped up <laughs> and okay. really surrounded these families during that time. Oh, for sure. Pause, Now, you had said in our first half hour discussion, you came here as a child, but still your culture, your Congolese culture is still such a part of your life. And well, you had an idea for a way to bring a part of piece of that culture here to the Portland area. Tell our listeners a little bit about what you do. So I'm a caterer. I cater for African events, and I'm actually expanding not to just African. I'm going to open to everyone. I'm learning how to cook American food as well. So um, my idea and dream is to um, educate the people who get here. Uh, because as I came here, the food was really difficult for me to eat. It's mm. totally different. Yep. And the taste and the spice, everything, the way they prepare, everything is totally different. So I struggle with eating. And I know I notice a lot of people in my community struggle with the food here, too. So I want to give them a little bit of sense that it's OK. You know, we're here. The, those of us who got here first, we got it. Not that we got everything, but I know because I went through it. So you can. I have a garden now. Someone helped me with that last time. So <laughs> I got a garden plot. So I'm learning how to garden stuff, too. So I want to teach people how to eat healthy because also eating is OK, but we have to eat healthy. Because I came, I started eating all kinds of food and all it started just like, you know, the health problem, my mm-hmm. skin, and I was just getting sick. It was because the food here is overly processed. So I want my people to know you can choose healthy food just because it's present. It's not it's not good for you to eat everything that you see. You have to go. I'm going organic. So most of my plates is going to be organic. Everything I'm serving has to be organic because I feel that it's very important for us to know what we're putting in our bodies. Our food here in America is overly processed. It's really just not that good for Oh, no yeah. doubt. I think that you could not have picked a better place, though, than the Portland area to really find an embrace of organics and unprocessed foods. Of course, David and I, we talk a lot about that on the morning show. And I, I can appreciate what you're saying, because even I look at my own family, that food is an important part of a family culture. When there is a celebration, when there is a even a funeral, mm-hmm. we gather around food. We yeah. break bread together. It is part of our faith. Yeah. Uh, and I love the idea that it's important for immigrants to recognize, well, we want to welcome them. So what do we bring them a meal or whatever? And well, it's not necessarily going to be appreciated in quite the way that we think that it might be. So if somebody were to come to you and they are, are preparing to uh, to learn more about cooking and the way that you cook, tell our listeners a little bit about some of the Oh, main ingredients that make up uh, your meals. I mean, we cook almost with everything that's here, but just differently. Uh, we have a lot. Of, we cook with a lot of spices, like uh, habanero, like you know, spicy food. Mm. I can make sambusa just like an Indian person can make it, but totally different with different spice, and it will totally this. It, it will taste totally different, but it's the same thing. So most of my, like I say, most of my spices come from Congo. I can't really find them here, especially there are a couple of them that my mom has to bring from back home. I can't really say the name in English, but. um, Can you say them for me in your language? (laughs) (laughs) I have to ask my mom. So uh, my mom is not here right now. We'll have to ask her. Um, So a lot of those things are traditional that she brings from the village. Mm. So uh, things like smoked fish, you can find smoked fish here, but the way we smoke fish back home is totally different. Okay. And you, the smoked fish, you cook it with the peanut butter, you put the peanut butter in the sauce and you put habanero and it's really spicy. You eat it with fufu. Fufu is like rice flour or semolina flour. It's like cornmeal. 
Okay. So you make it with that and you eat it with that. And we eat a lot of spinach. I eat a lot of spinach, vegetable, cassava leaves. Those are cassava leaves is almost like a delicacy back home. Wow. So Okay, Michael, I think we've got a great meal ahead for <laughs> us for sure. I think that's wonderful. Now you're taking this opportunity, recognizing that what you went through, mm-hmm. coming to the United States, changing your dietary habits, but now you're really using your skills to help others coming in. So tell our listeners about how you take this business and help those just right where you are in the neighborhood. So right now, it's I th- what I'm working on right now is working with the immigration to get certain certificate for my business to be able to uh, sponsor anybody who needs sponsoring to work here in the United States. But people who are already here who are needing just more of an experience on the resume per se or just experience so they can get jobs or to just get themselves kind of finding their way around. So I would hire and train them to get that kind of experience to have on a resume. If they want to go work for someone after six months to a year, you can go ahead and do that. Just give them somewhat of an experience. Because as we come here, you've never worked in your country. We just come here and then boom, you got to work. So uh, it makes it difficult for a lot of people to know how to get into the work environment. I was there when I got here at 16. I went to work as a waitress in um, ice cream area. I really didn't know what to do. So uh, nobody was there to guide me. I wish I had someone to guide me. So I want to be able to give people those kind of tools to just know how to operate in the workplace to give them that knowledge. So the training part of it will be the big piece. Michael, you talk on your podcast about these large global issues like immigration and and the struggles that immigrants have. But you also in your podcast lead us to very specific ways right here in our own neighborhoods, how we can make a change. Well, what Paciance is doing is find a very creative way to meet people where they are and, well, help them with a new business, a, a, a new job, well, and a skill. Yeah, and I, a few weeks ago on the podcast, I was trying to get the concept across that you could take your neighborhood, connect it with a neighborhood in another country and create these supports in place, especially with the internet now. We can do that, but I was having a hard time conveying that thought. And then she comes on the the show and, and shows like I can affect change in Africa right in my neighborhood in Portland by this kind of, it's the most creative thing. I'm like, yeah, that's what I mean. That, that. right there. Oh, yeah. I love that uh, so very much. Well, again, what a wonderful opportunity for people coming here from one idea, what kind of business you've been able to build. Well, for our listeners, maybe who want to experience African cuisine, have you come to an event of theirs? Where can they find information about having you cater their event? Well, I am at PacienceCuisine.com. Well, isn't that very easy to remember? I like that so much. Well, Pacience, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. We look forward to hearing the episodes. Michael, thanks so much for joining us once again. Remind our listeners where they can uh, listen to your podcast. Well, you can listen to us on the Hail Mary Media app or materdayradio.com under Standalone Podcasts. And if you want more information on Passiat's Cuisine, email us at sjcommonsense at gmail.com and I'll get you that information. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you both so much for your time. And again, that is Passiat and Michael Davis is joining us today. I will also be sure to add the links to where you can get right to Passiat. 
Paciencia's website. You're going to find those links again on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. And it is 7.54 at Mater Day Radio. I think we should get Paciance to cater a Mater Day Radio event. Oh, I think that would be an excellent idea. Yeah, we'll have to definitely look into that. Hey, tonight, 7.30, is it A View from the Pew? View from the Pew coming up this evening. You know, I had a chance to talk with Emily Jaminette this week about holy habits. Well, the good deacon and I were going to talk about some of our good, maybe not so good habits that we fall into and uh, how we try and work hard to be better than we are. (laughs) All right. Well, that's just one of the many great programs we have here on Mater Day Radio. View from the Pew, again, that's 7.30 this evening, but we have great programming all week long from Living Stones, Voice of the Shepherd, Blazing the Trail, Live with Passion, just so many of them. Go to our website, click on the programming page. You can print out a programming schedule, all of the information right there for you. That is materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Holy Family Supply, Salem's Catholic Bookstore. Located at 421 Court Street Northeast in downtown Salem, Holy Family Supply has a wide variety of Catholic gifts for all occasions, including Bibles, rosaries, statues, and holy cards. Holy Family Supply current hours and days of operation are available by phone at 503-588-1071. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBBM, Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME, Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator, K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Support for Modern Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. Some are morning people. Others are not. Either way, we help start your day off right. The Morning Blend with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 7.57 at Mater Day Radio. Well, it's a new way to help treat kids with peanut allergies. We'll have that for you coming up. And Pope Francis says the sign of a society with hope is the birth rate. So why are birth rates going down. Well, I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. The worship of idols is a problem that's as old as, well, the Old Testament. The golden calf that appears in Exodus is surely only one example of how the misguided veneration of an image can be taken too far. Today's saint, Epiphanius, was more concerned about this problem than most. Some might say a little too concerned. 
Epiphanius was born early in the 4th century. While still in his youth, he learned many languages, including Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. He soon entered into monastic life, where he spent a great deal of time using his talent for language to copy books. Under the instruction of St. Hilarion, he adopted an ascetic lifestyle. After some years spent in this way, he left the monastery and sought solitude in the desert. Here, he was beset by ruffians. He remained in their company for three months, but during this time, he convinced the thieves to repent of their ways. One of them, a man named John, converted, became Epiphanius' disciple, and went on to record many details of his life. By the time Epiphanius returned to civilization, he was famed for his holiness and for performing miracles. In 367, he was consecrated as Bishop of Salamis, and in this post, he accomplished much. He looked with great compassion upon the poor and was unceasingly charitable toward them. He became so well known for his generosity that those who wished to distribute alms often did so through him. He was also one of those who fought against the Origenist heresy. However, his overwhelming zeal for the faith occasionally resulted in controversy. He had a strong distaste not just for heresy, but also for many religious images, such that some considered him an iconoclast. In one of the better-known stories of the bishop's hasty actions, he happened upon a curtain hanging in front of a church. The curtain bore the image of a holy figure, and Epiphanius, who didn't wish for anyone to think that a mere man was being worshipped in the church, immediately tore it down. The custodians complained, so he later sent a replacement curtain. Epiphanius continued to serve as Bishop of Salamis for the rest of his life, and even nearing his 80s, his energy and passion never left him. He died in the year 403. Our faith is full of images and objects we associate with God. Paintings, icons, statues, rosary medals, the crucifix, and so, so much more. Looking in from the outside, it might seem at times like Catholicism is a religion of idols. Epiphanius feared it becoming one, and for good reason. Without context and guidance, people can easily get confused. The important takeaway here is to remember that we don't worship the images. The images assist in our worship, serving like signposts that point us to God. We're physical beings, so it helps for us to have physical things in which to anchor our beliefs. It's not improper to wear a scapular, and it's not heresy to paint an icon, provided we do it for the right reasons. Saint Epiphanius, pray for us. Thank you for tuning in to Awaken the Saint. Awaken the Saint is made in partnership by Spoke Street Media and Awaken Catholic. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Monterey Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at MonterreyRadio.com. It's 8 o'clock. In your news this hour, Pope Francis said Friday that a society's birth rate is a key indicator of the hope people have in the future. The Pope shared the stage on May 12th with Italy's Prime Minister Giorgiana Meloni during a two-day conference on the general state of the birth rate held in at an auditorium close to the Vatican. Now, the birth of children, in fact, is the main indicator for measuring the hope of a people, Pope Francis said. If you are born, it means well, there is little hope. And this is not only has repercussions from an economic and social point of view, but also undermines confidence in the future. 
Now, this event was organized by the Foundation for Birth and the Family Association Forum and supported by the Italian Ministry for Family Birth and Equal Opportunity. This was the third annual conference and the second time Pope Francis attended. In 2022, he sent a message to be read at the event. Now, Italy hit an historic low number of births in 2022 with only about 393,000 children born in the country the same year. The country saw 700,000 deaths, marking a dangerous decline in population. Well, officials in a remote northeastern Oregon county of Moreau have been voted to give tax breaks worth an estimated $1 billion to Amazon for five more data centers there. Wednesday's unanimous vote by the five-member port commission were the final steps in securing the Enterprise Zone incentives, which local officials hope will secure $12 billion in new Amazon spending in their remote county, about 160 miles up the Columbia River from Portland. Amazon already has four large data centers in Moreau County and is one of the community's major employers with several hundred local jobs tied to its operations. The decision not without controversy, though, as several port officials as well as a former county commissioner are being investigated for conflict of interest involving the deal. Well, 75 years after Mother Teresa launched her full-time service to the poor in a shelter in the distressed neighborhood in Calcutta, the order she founded, the Missionaries of Charity, has announced that it finally secured ownership of the property. Although the young Mother Teresa arrived in Calcutta as a sister of Laredo missionary in 1928, it was 20 years later when she dedicated herself full-time to the service of the poor and abandoned living in the slums around the Order's house in Antali, using a building she came to call the Home of the Pure Heart. Now, although her followers in the Missionaries of Charity have cared for the facility ever since. Due to issues related to zoning and occupancy, they were only able to secure legal ownership of the property recently. Now, the legal tangles were resolved, according to media reports, on the initiative of a local member of India's parliament. Now, Sister Mary Joseph Michael, who was Mother Teresa's successor as superior of the Missionaries of Charity, said it is a beautiful gesture by the state government to facilitate handing over this place to us. Many a time I felt Mother is standing on my side as I came to the service of these suffering and bedridden people. Well, an experimental skin patch is showing promise to treat toddlers who are highly allergic to peanuts, training their bodies to handle an accidental bite. Now, peanut allergy is one of the most common and dangerous food allergies. Parents of allergic tots are constantly on guard against exposures that can turn birthday parties and play dates into emergency room visits. There is no cure. Now, the treatment for children now, four and older, they can consume a special peanut powder protect against severe reaction. I didn't know that, that there was like a powder ah. that they can eat. So the patch now named Viaskin aims to deliver that kind of treatment through the skin. Now, in a major test with youngsters ages one to three, it helped those who couldn't tolerate even a small fraction of a peanut to eventually safely eat a few, according to the research released on Wednesday. So about 2% of U.S. children are allergic to peanuts, some so severely that even a tiny amount 
can cause a life-threatening reaction. Any of your kids? So none of my kids yeah. are. I have a nephew who has very early on, they discovered that he had the peanut allergy. He's in his late 20s now, doing just fine, but he's just always very aware. A goddaughter of mine, uh, she has a peanut allergy. She doesn't live too far from us. And yeah, she's managed, uh, unfortunately, to make it to the hospital before just yeah. because, well, it, it, and it's just so insidious you just don't ever know right and they think that it's something is okay and they look and they read the ingredients and then uh in both of their cases i think they both said it starts almost immediately with the an itch in the roof of their mouth hmm. like that's wow. that seems to be the first indicator that something isn't yeah. right uh and even topically like peanut butter on their skin even causes a reaction that's something wow, wow. Well, multiple Pacific Northwest groups are coming together to make sure discarded fishing gear is properly recycled. Nicole Baker said she started Net Your Problem after working in the maritime industry and witnessing how many nets and plastic materials were not properly discarded. Her business helps fishermen dispose of old materials, then make sure it gets recycled. So she is teaming up with a company that designed a handheld near uh, infrared spectrometer. Now the tool can be held up to the material, then tells a person what kind of plastic is in the material. And this ensures people properly dispose of the plastics. Now previously, the infrared spectrometer would cost tens of thousands of dollars and be stuck in a lab. Well, now people can pay for a low monthly subscription fee that gives them access to the device and connected phone application. Bakers say they will focus on Alaska and Washington, but are also expanding to cover more of the country. She encourages anyone who has old fishing gear to reach out to them so they can help make sure the plastic is properly recycled. I run across uh, little short videos Mm -hmm. and things all the time of the number of sea animals that get caught up in old fishing material, netting, old buoys, things, and floats. Yeah, we want to continue to do our best. There is still more we can do. In sports, NBA playoffs roll on in the East. Boston avoided elimination last night with a 95-86 to win at Philadelphia. Series moves back to Boston for a seventh and final game on Sunday. In the West, Denver has advanced to the conference finals with a 125-100 to victory over Phoenix. The Nuggets will now have to wait for the winner of the Lakers-Warriors series. Those two teams play tonight in L.A. The Lakers are up on Golden State three games to two and will advance with a win. And in the East tonight, New York is at Miami. The Heat advance to the conference finals with a victory. Well, being a Catholic mother and wife, they're such a blessing for us. And we have so many great saints, well, who can we can model our life after. And well, just because they're saints didn't mean they didn't have their own trials and tribulations. Sure. Here are a few patron saints of mothers. Okay. St. Monica is one. She was such an amazing and devoted wife and mother. Her husband wasn't even a Christian for most of his life, but she prayed endlessly for his conversion. And shortly before he died, he found Christ. St. Zelie Martin, kind of one of our newer hmm. saints. St. Therese is a very well-known and loved Catholic saint who is known for her little ways to love Jesus. Well, her parents are beloved saints as well and were the first to be canonized together. So St. Zelie Martin, St. Therese's mother, was so dedicated to raising her children even during the hardest times. This one I wasn't familiar with, mm-hmm. St. 
Zita. Oh. Zita. Now, she grew up and worked as a maid for the same wealthy family for over 40 years. She did her job so well that the other servants kind of be jealous of her. And her employees would sometimes get upset with at with her at how much of her earnings then well, she'd give away to the poor. St. Zita is the patron saint for domestic workers. And then lastly, St. Anne. Oh, I love this. What better mother to model yourself after than the mother of our own blessed mother? St. Anne is the mother of Mary and was not only an amazing mother, but she also had very intimate relationship with her grandson, Jesus. Yeah. Right? How special is that? Her and her husband, Joe Kim, longed for a child for years when an angel came to her telling her that she would have a daughter named Mary. Mm. St. Anne is one of the most amazing saints for mothers to turn to in times of need. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, this is so exciting and please mark on your calendars for May 20th. That's a Saturday at 11 a.m. It is Diaconate Ordination for the Archdiocese of Portland. It's happening at St. Mary's Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception. All are invited to the ordination of James Ladd to the Sacred Order of Deacon through the Lane of Hands and Invocation of the Holy Spirit by Archbishop Alexander Sample. A reception will follow the Mass. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. And our man about town, Ken Hellenius, joins us right after the forecast. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. This is Father Eric Anderson, pastor of St. Stephen's Catholic Church in Portland, Oregon. Please join me in praying a morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, in union with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer Thee the precious blood of Jesus from all the altars throughout the world, joining with it the offering of my every thought, word, and action of this day. O Jesus, I desire today to gain every indulgence and merit that I can and offer them together with myself to Mary Immaculate, that she may best apply them in the interests of the most sacred heart. Precious blood of Jesus, save us. Sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, or to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdeiradio.com. Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle connects through AllSource Communications. Is a technology upgrade in your company's future? AllSource Communications is an independent local telecom brokerage specializing in internet and phone systems. Connect today at allsourcecommunications.com. That's allsourcecommunications.com. Or call 503-967-4887 for AllSource Communications, connecting Monterey Radio's leadership circle. 
May is the month of Mary. Celebrate our Blessed Mother by praying more with Day Radio. Our powerful prayer team is waiting to hear from you so they can unite your intentions to Our Lady. Go now to the prayer page at MatradeRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app or call our prayer hotline directly. 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or tap the Hail Mary Media app and MatradeRadio.com. Let us pray for you. Throughout the month of May, Matraday Radio also honors our Blessed Mother with a series of insightful Marian reflections, her sacred mysteries that take us directly to Christ in the Holy Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and Matraday Radio's three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass. May is the month of Mary, and it's a special time for more prayer at Matraday Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 814 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, fair skies this morning. Temperatures are on the rise. We are climbing to the upper 80s today. The record for today's date, 86. So we could get close to breaking that. Now, overnight, we cool off to the middle 50s. And then that's going to set us for an even warmer weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all still tracking in the low 90s. It looks like we stay in the 80s through most of next week. So, uh, yeah, we yeah, yeah, time to break out the shorts. There we go. 57 degrees at St. Luke's Church in Woodburn. And it is 56 degrees at St. Rose Catholic Church up in Longview, Washington. Sometimes hilarious, always hilarious. It's Keeping Up with Ken Hilarious on Mater Day Radio. And he is the host of Living Stones, heard every Monday evening at 730 right here on Mater Day Radio or anytime on the Hail Mary Media app. And of course, he is the host of Living Stones, or as I should say, also our man in South Bend, Indiana, where he's at the University of Notre Dame, but not today. Correct, sir, Mr. Ken Hellenius? Not today. I'm speaking to you from beautiful Windsor, California in Sonoma County. Ah, uh, you're a man about town, a man of the world. What, what, what took your talents to wine country this week? <laughs> uh, it's, it's my palate, really, that brought me here. Uh, but yeah, no, um, uh, I am here with uh, my beloved bride and all of her uh, best college friends from Oregon State University. We're yeah. celebrating uh, a 60th birthday for, uh, for one, of, uh, one of our friends. And so we've, we've come in from uh, Oregon, and uh, Julie and I came in from Indiana, and we spent this week in wine country, and it's been pretty fantastic. Oh, that is wonderful. So uh, where in relationship Windsor to, say, like the San Francisco Bay Area? Yes, we're due north, so we're within the. Um, uh, so we're San, uh, Sonoma County is uh, just uh, basically north of the Bay Area. It's um, uh, it, it's in from like Bodega Bay on the coast, and so we are we're in the Diocese of Santa Rosa. Okay, um, and uh, yeah, so a lot of lot of uh, Zinfandels uh, uh, come from this region. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that's primarily what we've been tasting Zinfandels. Uh, uh, at just about every place. Of course, there's Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, we also went to the Corbel, uh, California Champagne uh, um, uh, kind of winery and uh, just had a fantastic visit there, had some sparkling wine. So it's been pretty, pretty uh, wide variety of delicious wines, not any Pinot Noir, however. Ah, yet. okay. So, so very good. Hey, are there a lot of birds in Bodega Bay? 
<laughs> uh, yes, I, I recommend uh, wearing uh, wearing a hat. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, absolutely. Tippy Hedren did not say hi though, so <laughs> that's I'm right. Out. Okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. So, what's the best wine you've tasted so far? Uh, I am bringing home with me uh, a uh, bottle of Zinfandel that we just absolutely enjoyed uh, a lot. We went to a place called Martinelli Winery, just uh, just actually very near uh, the Santa Rosa Airport, but. Um, just part of, of course, you know, the thing is part of enjoying a lovely bottle of wine is not just the wine itself, but it's also, you know, the people you're with yeah. and the, the meal that you're enjoying and things like that. So you almost can never recreate the experience of tasting the wine when you're, you know, uh, then kind of when you're on your own. So, yeah. so part of it is also the memories and the joy, but we had this delicious Zinfandel that, uh, that we're bringing home and we'll enjoy uh, and see if it's just as good in Indiana. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it will be. Well, you yeah. know, coming up on Thursday, or is it next Sunday? Is the Ascension of our Lord yeah. and yeah. A, a holy day of obligation, but a little bit different in the United States as far as when it actually is. Give us a story there. Yeah. So most of the United States actually transfers so thursday uh next next thursday right uh is is the 40th day since easter so 40 days uh of the resurrection of our lord and what we learn by reading uh the gospels of matthew uh mark and luke particularly each talk about this talk about at the end of of a period of time after the resurrection the lord jesus was physically again resurrected and teaching and opening up what had happened, kind of explaining what had happened to his apostles. So they spent, he spent time with them 40 days mm-hmm. uh, uh, in person, opening up the scriptures. Uh, much like we hear about when we hear the gospel about, uh, that takes place on Easter, uh, Easter evening, when Jesus accompanied the, the two disciples who were going out to, on the road to Emmaus, he opened the scriptures for them. That's what he did for his apostles. And on the 40th day, he was raised to uh, heaven bodily, but uh, and as we'll hear in the Gospel of Matthew this year, uh, it, so you know we have a cycle of readings. This year we hear from the Gospel of Matthew, and Matthew gives the apostles what's called the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. He says, "Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to." to uh, do whatever I command you. Right. And then he gives us this great assurance. He says, lo, I am with you always unto the end of the age. So even though he is uh, physically ascends to heaven and is no longer with us bodily, uh, as in walking with us, uh, you know, side by side, he assures us that he's with us always until the end of time. And of course, we know this sacramentally, he's with us, in the sacraments, most especially in the Eucharist, mm-hmm. we we physically have the Lord with us in the Eucharist. So, so the Ascension marks this end of Christ's physical life with us on Earth. Uh, now, as a practical issue in the United States, most dioceses, the vast majority of dioceses, transfer that Thursday Holy Day of Obligation to the following Sunday, mm-hmm. so that so that most of us who you know we go on Sundays. Um, uh, most of us are able to hear and, and celebrate this great feast. Um, it's also uh, what happens between Ascension Thursday and uh, a Sunday nine days later is because uh, then nine days later is Pentecost when right. Christ sends the Holy Spirit to be with us. 
So Ascension Thursday or Ascension Sunday, however you wish to, to think of it, marks the end of Christ's physical life with us. You know, when I think of Ascension, too, I, I just think of some of the dramatic artwork that comes from that with, you know, Jesus raising up into the sky as his apostles are standing there and watch him go. Yeah, one of my favorite pieces that I ever see is, is kind of an icon, and it's the apostles looking up, and all you see at the very tippy top of the icon is two feet, yeah. uh, you know, pointing down, kind of, so we're already, you know, he's already on his way, well on his way, but the apostles are looking up, and it's funny because we then read in uh, in the Gospel of Luke, uh, the the two men dressed in white, so we know these as angels, because mm-hmm. kind of the traditional one, uh, all of a sudden appear next to the apostle and be like, why are you looking up in the sky? He's going to come back as he promised. You know, so basically the, the angels are then basically saying, go do what he told you to do. Right. This isn't the time just to stand here and kind of gawk. No, go and make disciples of all nations. And that's our mission, right? Yeah. That's what we're called to do. Share the faith, invite people into relationship with Christ. A beautiful description of the Ascension of the Lord. Again, Thursday, next Thursday, but again, we will observe it on that following Sunday, then one week from Pentecost. He is Ken Hellenius, host of Living Stones, heard Monday evening, 730, right here on Mater Day Radio, anytime on the Hail Mary Media app, and our man at the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. But not this week, this week in (laughs) Sonoma County, which sounds like a wonderful trip. Hey, great to talk with you. Thanks for taking the time to be with us on your vacation. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. It's a joy. We'll uh, talk to you soon. All right. Have a great day. Bye now. And it is 8.23 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, if it is this nice here in the in the Portland area, down near Sonoma today, mm-hmm. I bet it's going to be an incredibly glorious day. So again, thank you, Ken, so much for taking a little time this morning to tell us about your time there. And also remember, Ken's show that he does with Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers comes on Monday evenings at 7.30, Living Stones. They have incredible series where they jump into a, a Topic and they'll do four or five, sometimes six shows just on a single document. You have access to all of their podcasts. You can pick a subject and then just start listening through their shows. Boy, what you will find out about these two powerhouses in our Catholic faith is just incredible. You can access all of our podcasts on our webpage, materdayradio.com. But to make it easier, maybe you're headed out on a long trip this weekend. Download the free Hail Mary media app. Let Kevin and Deacon Harold be your navigators. You can find it also on the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Francis Speaks, from the Franciscan Missionary Sisters of Our Lady of Sorrows. A letter to all the faithful, the gift that is ours. Oh, to have a Father in heaven, how glorious and holy and great that is. Oh, to have a spouse in heaven, how holy, beautiful, and lovable. Oh, to have such a brother, how holy and how beloved. 
how pleasing and lowly, peaceful and sweet and lovable and desirable above all things. And oh, to have such a son who laid down his life for his sheep and who prayed to the Father for us, saying, Holy Father, keep those you have given me true to your name. A Reflection from Through the Year with Francis of Assisi by Father Murray Bodo. Learn more at olpretreat.org. That's olpretreat.org. What do you get when you cross a Catholic radio show host and a permanent deacon? A match made in heaven. I'm Deacon Scott Aiken from the Archdiocese of Seattle. And I'm Brenda Aiken from The Morning Blend. Work and family life can be hectic. We understand, and together we'll find God's grace. We may not always agree, but we are always faithful. Listen on Friday evenings at 7.30 and Sunday evenings at 6 as we share stories about our faith, our family, and our view from the pew. Right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. Hey, great weekend for college baseball. We'll have that for you up on the bluff. And they were martyrs for their faith, but they were not Catholic. Pope Francis announces these new saints. Well, we will be recognizing them. I will tell you about their story coming up in news. Here is Sanctus Real and our God is still the same. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Just ask the ways If they are still at the mention of His name They'll say my God is still the same Ask the walls If they still fall at the mighty sound of praise They'll say my God is still the same When did He break His promise? When did His kindness fail? Say 
That is Sanctus Real, and my God is still the same. It's 8.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, Pope Francis said Thursday that the Coptic Orthodox martyrs killed by ISIS in 2015 will be added to the Catholic Church's official list of saints. He also received a relic of the martyrs' blood as a gift. Roman Martyrology is an official list of the saints and blesseds, including martyrs recognized in the liturgy of the Catholic Church. The list is ordered according to the Church's calendar of feast days. The Pope met with Tawaldros II and other Coptic Orthodox representatives at the Vatican on May 11th. And in his speech, Pope Francis said he had no words to express his gratitude for the Orthodox leader's gift of relics of the Coptic martyrs who were killed by ISIS on a beach in Libya on February 15th, 2015. Now, Thursday's meeting between Pope Francis and Tawaldros, which also included a private conversation, concluded with prayer in the Redemptorist Mater Chapel of the Apostolic Palace. Now, the encounter was one of several events this week, marking the 50th anniversary of a historic meeting between St. Paul VI and Pope Shinoda of Alexandria, which was a turning point in relations between the Catholic and Coptic Orthodox churches. Well, the question is, when will they get back to work? Democratic leaders in the Oregon Senate have agreed to suspend floor sessions through the weekend, while they continue negotiations to end Republicans' nine-day boycott. Senate President Rob Wagner of Lake Oswego ended Thursday's brief floor session after Republican absences again denied Democrats the necessary 20-member quorum to conduct business. Wagner said the Senate will not reconvene until Monday. Republican Senate Minority Leader Tim Knopp of Bend said in a statement that Wagner agreed to give the GOP members time to work out a legitimate agreement to end the impasse. The sustained walkout has put some senators close to clocking 10 unexcused absences on the Senate floor this session, which would disqualify them from re-election under a measure passed by voters last November. Well, as the weather heats up and Oregon expects to see record-breaking temperatures, first responders and fire crews have tips for keeping your loved ones safe. Rob McDonald with American Medical Response says they expect to see more calls this weekend. He said to remember to check on people who are most vulnerable during severe heat, especially older adults and folks who do live alone who aren't necessarily able to do the things they need to do to get cool. Now, Clackamas County Fire Department sent its Swift Water Rescue Team out to look for hazards on Thursday. They say their top concern is the temperature of the water. They tested it. It's just above 40 degrees. Yeah, it's cold. I do not want to go swimming yeah. in that. Well, according to McDonald, one of the most important things to remember is to drink lots of water. Stay away from alcohol because it is dehydrating. It's also wise to plan your day around expected temperatures, staying inside during the hottest part of the day and not working outside during that time will keep you safe from direct sun. Now, Multnomah County cooling shelters will not be open this weekend. So if you do not have air conditioning, try to get to a cool spot indoors like a mall, public library, and a cool shower can also 
cool your internal temperature. Maybe take in a movie. Yeah, you could do That's that. That's always an enjoyable time, too. And as we mentioned yesterday, if you are on the water, please wear a life jacket. For sure. Well, Peloton is recalling 2 million bikes because of a safety hazard caused by the adjustable seat that could break during the use and injure the rider. U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission issued the recall Thursday, telling owners of Peloton bikes with the model number PL-01 to stop using the bike immediately. In a press release, Peloton said that the $1,400 bikes were sold from January 2018 to May 2023 in the U.S. only. Now, it has identified 35 reports of seat post braking out of the over 2 million bikes sold as of April 30th. Now, the Safety Commission added 13 people said they were injured, including a fractured wrist, lacerations, and bruises due to falling from the bike, so affected consumers should contact the company for a free repair kit that they can install themselves. Well, it may not rise to crisis level like it does here in Portland, but there are people living on the streets in Washington County. The federally mandated point-in-time count conducted in late January found approximately 770 people living on the streets in Washington County. That is a 4% drop compared to last year. Fahid Brown, Deputy Director of Housing and Community Development in Clackamas County, said their count showed approximately 400 people living on the streets. It's a 31% drop compared to 2022. According to Brown, the supportive housing services measure passed a few years ago has helped a great deal. Now, meanwhile, in Multnomah County, there are more than 6,200 people experiencing homelessness, and that is more than the year prior, but officials say it is because of improved data collection. Officials, though, all agree there is still more work to be done. And in sports, what a beautiful night it's going to be for some college baseball. University of Portland opens a very important three-game home series with Santa Clara tonight at Joe Etzel Field on the Bluff. Pilots and the Broncos are tied for third place in the West Coast Conference with records of 13-8. and eight. Just a couple games out of first place, which is held down by Loyola Marymount with a record of 15-6. and six. So Portland has one more three-game conference series remaining before the start of the WCC tournament that begins on May 25th. First pitch tonight from Joe Etzel Field, 6 o'clock. In Pac-12 play, Oregon hosts Washington in a three-game series beginning tonight, 7 o'clock at PK Park. And Oregon State is on the road for three at UCLA. Their game starts at 7 as well. It is a Mother's Day this weekend on Sunday, in fact. And a gift doesn't have to be expensive to be thoughtful and meaningful to your mother. In fact, showing you care doesn't need to cost any money at all. Here are a few more ideas of Well, gifts you can give your mom, it's not going to cost you a penny. Of course, in our first hour, we talked about writing a letter to her. I think that's really beautiful. You can tackle a project in the home, maybe get things really spick and span so that way she doesn't have to do anything this weekend. Even maybe a little massage on the shoulders, giving her some time. All right, here we go. How about on Sunday? A little breakfast in bed. Oh, there you go. I have been the recipient of that before in the past. Mm -hmm. It's quite enjoyable. Yes, it is. The problem now is I get up long before all of my children do. (laughs) That's right. That's all right. 
Uh, how about just a long conversation? You know, moms love the chance to really deeply talk with their kids, whether you call her on the phone or visit her in person. Sit down and focus fully on her. Mm-hmm. Ask questions about her, you know, about your mother. Right. Just, you know, tell me about this or growing up or what do you remember? And boy, it, it, it's just really valuable. Sure. We want time with you, right? Uh, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. An outdoor adventure could be a perfect way. I have a feeling lots of people will be out with their moms this weekend. Count on that. And again, lastly, just time of yourself. And now maybe if your schedule is booked or maybe the restaurant or little place that you like to go to might be kind of busy this week. Well, give her a call, set up that date. And let's say, you know what? I'm taking vacation hours during the week and I'm going to come pick you up and we're going to have an afternoon together. Very nice. I think that would be perfect. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Or maybe you can set a date with your mom for next week on May 20th at 2 o'clock. It's a ladies' tea with Dina Marie at the Father Bernard Youth Center in Mount Angel. They are hosting a ladies' tea with guest speaker Dina Marie. Celebrate what it means to be a Catholic woman with this special event. You can find more details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, MontereyRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. So there is a uh, book tour coming to town. That's right. I had an opportunity to talk with the author of a book about Cardinal Francis George. Well, he's making his way across the country, going to be in the Pacific Northwest next week. All right. That interview coming right up after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Camp Howard challenges everyone who experiences camp with us to live, learn, and grow in the Catholic faith. At Camp Howard, we help cultivate children's social skill sets in a safe environment with trained staff, connecting with others in the beautiful, peaceful outdoors with a host of wonderful activities. These activities include swimming, archery, arts and crafts, group games, campfires, and just having fun with fellow campers. This coming summer, we will have seven overnight sessions in the popular family camp weekend. Weeks are filling quickly and wait lists have already started. So be sure to register now at cyocamphoward.org. Save the date for our Champions of Faith Benefit Dinner, October 17th at the Oregon Convention Center. Our keynote speaker is three-time U.S. Women's Amateur Golf Champion, Laura Tennant. Come help fuel the future for our youth. Purchase tickets at cyocamphoward.org. Thank you for inspiring our youth to become faith-filled leaders. May God richly bless you. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Ernesto's Italian Restaurant, a place to celebrate life's moments. Ernesto's offers full-service dining, banquet facilities for groups of 15 to 180, catering, takeout, and large order delivery, featuring traditional Italian dishes with Chef Marco's inspired modern entrees and weekly specials. Ernesto's Italian Restaurant, 8544 Southwest Apple Way on Beaverton Hillsdale Highway next to Jesuit High School. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. 
They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. And it is 8.42 at Mater Day Radio. Heat advisory goes into effect tomorrow afternoon, runs through Monday evening. Sunny skies today, 87 degrees, your high today. So it'll be a little warm out there. Low of 58 overnight, clear skies. And Saturday, sunny, maybe a little breezy up here in the greater Portland area. High of 92 for Saturday, then Sunday, a high of 90. So okay. Uh, It'll be a warm weekend. It's going to be warm. I'm going to spend as much time of it as I can being in that warm weather. Nice. It's already nice, 60 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 61 degrees at St. Anne Church in Gresham. Well, recently on The Morning Blend, I had the wonderful opportunity to speak with author Michael Heinlein. Michael was joining me to talk about his new book titled Glorifying Christ, The Life of Cardinal Francis George. Now, well, Cardinal George spent about seven years in the Pacific Northwest, well, his time in the 90s as Archbishop of Portland, very brief. But boy, the lasting legacy can still be felt here in the Archdiocese. Michael joined us to talk more about this book, but more exciting now. Well, he's going to be here in the Pacific Northwest talking to people and signing his new book. Michael, thank you so much for joining us again on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to being out in your part of the world soon. Well, I was excited to see on some of our Facebook platforms after our first discussion that people looked at the book and said, oh, I'm so excited to hear this. They want to get the book because they do remember with great love and fondness about the time that Cardinal George, then Archbishop Francis George, was here in the Portland area. Remind our listeners a little bit about his, I think it was less than a year that he spent here. That's right. He was always very adamant to point out that he was there 11 months, because a lot of the media coverage said 10 months, but he wanted to make sure that people knew he was there as long as he could be. And uh, he was there, well, yeah, you know, very briefly, he was really against the move. He felt it was unfair to the Archdiocese of Portland to be moved out of there so quickly, and he really had developed, you know, very quickly a, a fondness for the people of the Archdiocese of Portland, and and felt attached to the place, even in that short amount of time. But he, uh, you know, was certainly somebody who left his mark. And I know, in having talked to Archbishop Sample, even, you know, his second successor, he, he still spoke about, uh, you know, how the people really regard him uh, so belovedly in the archdiocese. And he's been gone, you know, over 25 years. Well, when he was first named bishop, well, they sent him to this little diocese in the corner of Washington, clear across the country, the Diocese of Yakima. And he spent a few more years there, maybe really learning and honing his ability to be a good bishop. In Yakima, he really places a lot of his foundation as to what it meant to serve people on the margins. Tell our listeners a little bit about those first years as a bishop there. That's exactly right. In those days, uh, the Diocese of Yakima was a majority Spanish-speaking, which was, you know, the early 1990s. That was kind of unheard of in the United States at that time. And so he immediately went off to Mexico to learn Spanish after his appointment there. 
And uh, as he always fondly spoke of Yakima, he said, this was the place that taught me how to be a bishop. And he really had a great love for the place. He he worked to bring unity between the Anglo and Hispanic communities uh, during his time there. And by the time he left, after five and a half years, the Yakima Herald Republic, uh, the newspaper there, had on their front page the, the lead headline, The Good Bishop. And that was how they remembered him. He was really also a beloved figure there. Well, that is some of what you will read about in Michael's new book, Glorifying Christ, the Life of Cardinal Francis George. However, well, you can have an opportunity to hear some of these stories right from Michael. He's making a bit of a tour and stop over in the area. And well, Michael, you're here to tell us a little bit about it. First of all, let me ask you, have you ever been to the Pacific Northwest in the Portland area before? I had only been once before when I was there maybe five years ago or so doing research for the book. So uh, it's kind of full circle to be able to come back now that the book is completed and hopefully be able to uh, meet readers and introduce them a little more fully to the story of Cardinal George. Oh, well, we are excited to welcome you. In fact, it's just uh, a couple of days away. You're making the best possible stops, I think, here in the Archdiocese of Portland. You are stopping at the Grotto, and then the next day, well, you'll be down at Mount Angel. Let our listeners know what you'll be doing and the times that they can be there. Yes, I'll be available at the Grotto uh, at the bookstore gift shop there on Monday the 15th from 1 to 3, and I'll be able to meet readers and, and sign copies of the book, and books will be available for sale. And um, then the next day at uh, Mount Angel Abbey, which is a another gorgeous, lovely place, uh, the Archdiocese is so blessed with these locations, um, I'll be giving a talk on Cardinal George at 3.30 in the afternoon on Tuesday the 16th, and Mount Angel is hosting that, and they'll also have the book available for sale, and I'll be happy to uh, meet with readers and, and sign copies of the book there as well. Well, we look forward very much to having you here in the area. It feels like, well, we're pulling out the stops when it comes to weather. Typically in May, yeah, it can be almost always rainy, but, well, for some reason, it's going to be incredibly sunny, downright hot. Of course, from here, you're going to be going to Yakima and to the Tri-Cities so that people there would be able to talk to you more about Cardinal George. You know, I love what they're talking about, too, at Mount Angel Abbey. I think that sometimes... We as Catholics try to complicate our faith so much and, and deep theology and the roots of of all that we understand and be. But you say Cardinal George, he was actually very simple about the style of life when he called it simply Catholicism. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what that thought is? Yeah, that was a phrase that he had coined in the late 1990s when he was really uh, trying to help the Church overcome all of the ideological polarization after the Second Vatican Council, and try to, as a good shepherd ought, steer the Church toward a real unifying way of living the faith. He called it simply Catholicism. And so um, my argument, of course, is, uh, in having studied his life and, and his teachings and looked at the way he governed and taught as a bishop, um, my argument is that his life really embodies what he was trying to get the Church to think about and get the Church to live. And if we look at his life, we can see, uh, you know, how how the Lord can can work through the Church and through each of us 
in a way that needs not be overly complicated, needs not be divisive, but is something that brings us together with Christ for the good of the Church, but also for the life of the world. Oh, Amen to that. Well, Michael, it's wonderful that you've been able to find such a rich and uh, just beautiful story of Cardinal George, and we look forward to having you here in the area, well, in a few short days. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you all then. All right. And no worries about purchasing a book ahead of time. You'll be able to purchase a copy of Michael's book, Glorifying Christ, The Life of Cardinal Francis George. Again, on Monday from 1 to 3, he will be signing books and talking to people at the bookstore at the beautiful grotto. Then on Tuesday afternoon at Mount Angel Abbey. I will be sure to also add information where you can find out the details of his event at Mount Angel. You're going to find that on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And it is 8.51 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend this Friday morning, Sunday, Mother's Day. You know what? Grotto wouldn't be a bad little visit on oh, Sunday. Oh, go to church with your mom. Yeah. That would be a great gift, too. How beautiful the grotto mm-hmm. will be this weekend. Hey, if you haven't downloaded the Hail Mary Media app, please do. It's free, by the way. You go to our website, all the details right there. Through the Hail Mary Media app, you can access our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. You can tune into live broadcasts of Mater Day Radio. You can even sign up for customized prayer reminders. All of that and more on the free Hail Mary Media app. Details on our website at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Please join Mater Dei Radio and Carmelite priest, Father Christopher LaRocca, as he prays the soul of Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, heal me. Blood of Christ, drench me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. In your wounds, shelter me. From turning away, keep me. From the evil one, protect me. At the hour of my death, call me. Into your presence, lead me to praise you with all your saints forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including True North Retirement Advisors, a clear path to financial freedom. With decades of experience, True North Retirement Advisors helps business owners exit their business and retire with financial security. Information on how to get started with the business exit strategy plan and scheduling a no-cost consultation is available online at truenorthretirementadvisors.com. 
Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Pathway Church in Wichita, Kansas decided to do something out of the ordinary. They spent $22,000 to pay off the medical debt of 1,600 families in the state. As reported by Relevant Magazine, Pastor Todd Carter sent these families a note stating, We're Pathway Church. We may never meet you, but as an act of kindness in the name of Jesus Christ, your debt has been forgiven. Addressing his congregants, Pastor Carter said, Imagine what those 1,600 people felt like when they realized that this debt that has been hanging over their heads has been forgiven. That's exactly what God in the person of Jesus Christ wants you to feel each and every day, that your debt has been forgiven. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Would you like to gain a deeper understanding of the Holy Mass? Hello, this is Terry Ross. Join me on Mater Day Radio each Saturday afternoon at 4 and Sunday afternoon at 2 for the glory of the Mass. Every weekend, we'll explore the rich history of sacred music within the Catholic liturgy. Increase your appreciation for the beauty and sanctity of Catholic sacred music with the glory of the Mass, Saturday and Sunday afternoons on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend, Western Oregon and Southwest Washington's number one Catholic morning show on the bridge between your faith and everyday life, Mater Day Radio. And it is 8.56, Mater Day Radio. Last, look at your forecast as we head into a beautiful weekend. Heat advisory in effect Saturday afternoon until Monday. Sunny today, high of 87. Clear tonight, low of 58, then sunny. Maybe a little breezy for Saturday, 92. Sunday, Mother's Day, 90. Currently, 61 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, here is Steve Agrizano and more beautiful. You are listening to The Morning Blend on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Though we are lost and we've gone astray To gain rewards and pass away Seeking all that this world can give But inside we know it's true There is nothing on earth that compares to you May we find you more beautiful, more glorious, more alive in this life, more victorious, to be more free, and all we can be more than yesterday. May we find you more beautiful, more glorious, more alive in this life, more victorious, to be more free, and all we can be more than yesterday. There is a longing we can't deny That God alone can satisfy Peace and none in this world can give Every good thing comes from you You're the source, you're the summit we're reaching to May we find you more beautiful more alive in this life, more victorious To be more free and all we can be more than yesterday
Steve Agrizano and a song for all you moms out there, more beautiful. It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. That is going to wrap it up for Brenda and myself on this beautiful weekend. Happy Mother's Day, Brenda. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Going to be a great great Sunday. Oh, thank you so very, very much. That is going to wrap it up for us on the Morning Blend. View from the Pew coming yep. up this evening. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about some of our good habits, maybe a little bit of our bad <laughs> habits too. We all have them. That's coming up at 7.30 this evening. You can also catch the podcast. Have a very blessed day. <laughs>